You wanna hear a good joke? Nobody speak, nobody get choked. Sports fans, it is Friday here on 89.1 KHOL and Teton Sports Talk is here to bring you a little bit closer to your weekend. I'm your host, Massey Zeman, and right off of the taco trucks down in Austin, Texas, Graham Trainer. <laughs> How were the tacos tonight? You had beef stew tacos? That sounds very New England of you, Trainer. They were very good. Uh, talking to the sports fans, I'm, I'm not speaking to you. Oh. Why? Because the Mavericks lost the Pelicans? No. More than that. Oh, wow. What, what did I do? Somebody somebody on your team hurt Luca. Luca had to exit the game. Is this about Zion? Did you did you call this in? Oh, that's so um I didn't see that. I only saw the result. I was busy prepping for the show and I was too busy living my own life. Yeah. Oh, that's so sad. I'm so sorry. What did, what happened to Luca? I don't know. He'll be okay. I did see KD. You see KD, this clip of KD doing layup drills. I think he tore his ACL, PCL, MCL, sack, and Achilles all in one layup. I did see something that, that uh, KD got hurt during warmups, and then I saw that KD like, take, like, does something well and the Suns win in the same headline, and so I ignored it and kept going. thought it was his clickbait. Oh, interesting. Well, I saw the video. So I thought he, I don't know, maybe he didn't remove himself from the game. Anyway, how was your uh, BC3 men in underwear week? I know you look forward to it. We covered it a little bit last week, but that's what's important right now. Great week. Luca is a machine. He'll be fine. Great week for all the men in underwear running 40 times and getting measurables at the NFL Combine. <laughs> measurables indeed. I, I heard something that the Bears actually played uh, – some competitive games like uh, darts and and bags, whatever they call them these days, cornhole, to Ooh, start cool. to start their interviews, just kind of see how they people compete. The Bears, front office, the, the Bears front oh, the Bears office, office when they were interviewing players, had them compete initially in like, oh, I'm I'm I, I just Silly remember games. it being like bar sports. I remember being like, wait, yeah. you're just like playing pool and shooting darts. That sounds like an awesome interview. That's not fun. They weren't throwing axes, though. I don't think they were throwing axes. That would uh, that would get a little dicey, I'm assuming, especially with how high their first-round pick is, being number Correct. one overall, which they, I'm sure at this point they're shopping, right? Well, I, I don't know. I mean, what, so you don't think anything's changed? Like, my one of my hind, my hindsight, uh, my clairvoyant is I'm feeling even more confident about the let's get rid of Justin Fields and throw you an axe at him. For Anthony Richardson, Anthony Richardson is the hottest name in sports. We'll get to him. His his measurables were off the charts. Anthony Richardson made this weekend made Anthony Richardson a millionaire. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we can go through. I mean, there's I've got this fun new mock draft where it's got four quarterbacks going by the seventh pick. It's it's got there's colors. Gonna, there's going to be three by there's Yahoo col- Sports color colors. Um, red, yellow, <laughs> green, red bluish um i i can see cj stroud bryce young and and anthony richardson going in the top four top five so maybe we should this would be fun we'll just do this this is the one this is we'll do mock draft of the week as we lead up to it this one has cj stroud going to the Colts. so obviously the bears have traded out of that spot anthony richardson going two to the texans then we go Will Anderson, Jalen Carter, Tyler Wilson. Don't care. They're not quarterbacks. Yeah, who cares? Uh, Bryce, heard of them. Bryce, Bryce Young to the to the Lions at six. Look out. And then Will Levis going to the Raiders, which I've seen a lot of. So Okay, because I all right, here's another mock draft while we lead up to it. Todd McShane. Oh, you got a mock draft too, bro? No, you got an out mock draft me? It's that it's that time of the year. I'll, let me rebuttal, <laughs> let me rebuttal with Todd McShay's mock draft here. And he has Bryce Young going to the Colts first, CJ Stroud going to Houston. Will Anderson going to Arizona, not a quarterback. Okay. That's, I'm sorry. Who cares? Go. Who cares? And then <laughs> Anthony Richardson going to the Raiders. So what What happened to Will Levis? He's really good. Nasty. No, he just looks good in shorts, and he's a big, big <laughs> dude. And he can't jump as high as, as, uh, as Anthony Richardson. But we got a pack Who- show. No, I know. Time out. So time out. Last okay. thing. Um, that your your mock draft, that I think, is inferior. Pathetic. Um, do they not have Will Levis going to the Panthers at nine? No. I didn't make it anywhere past four. Okay, cool. <laughs> I wasn't. I wasn't fully prepared for the segment we just made up. 
it's good. All right. My map. I think my mock draft versus your mock draft is a good new intro. Yeah. And they said 50 days until the, until the draft, the 50 players you need to know. I was like, Oh man, we're, we're, it's that time of year. Jeez. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. We got, we got a packed, packed show NFL free agency. We have conference tournaments going on and we have, um, clairvoyance. We got to talk about John Morant. Cause that guy's an idiot. And we got hindsight is 420 bro. Where we say, what is what we got wrong? Oh, yeah, um, we're so hot right now that I don't think we got anything wrong in the last couple of weeks. I'm sure of it. Not really. I don't think we got anything wrong last week. Not not of note. Not that I want to admit to. Oh, and those boys that uh, that skied the Taco Bell Coular. Oh, nothing. Not a peep. Not a word. Haven't They're seen a thing. There? They're out there at large. <laughs> they they owe some excavator nine hours of overtime. I was kind of hoping I would like run into, you know, a situation in Breckenridge where just two guys talking at a bar about what they did up in, up in, up in Jackson. And then, and then you just turn and you're, your salty, crusty face. You, what did you say? You boy said Jackson, did you? <laughs> Creek, did you? <laughs> did you, did you damn up Fall Creek with an avalanche boys back in my day? <laughs> did you know I invented snowboarding? Um, <laughs> all right. Anyway. Let's huddle up. The huddle is the good news of the week, the critical number of the week, something you are stuck on. Your quote slash question of the week, that is your flex option, and your goat of the week. Trainer, give me your good news of the week. Oh, Massey, I'm going to give you all the praise here, but bust out your rubber sheets, put on that diaper under your pleated khakis, and say goodbye because Jim Beheim is out. He is out as predicted here on Teton Sports Talk. You heard it first last week after their loss to Georgia Tech at home by a zillion. The 2-3 defense is mm. going to be retired up there in Syracuse. They lost to Wake Forest on a last minute, last, excuse me, not last minute, last second three by Wake Forest Williamson to go down by three with .2 seconds left. Hours later, the school announces Jim Beheim's retirement. Oh, Wake Forest, the team that uh, Jim Babeheim said that – or the school that said they that they bought their own team. That, oh, that school, Wake Forest. Yeah. Damn, money talks, Jim. Mm. You might want to get on the tracks. So <laughs> that is my critical number, and we'll get back to my good news. After 47 seasons, Massey puts another ACC Hall of Fame coach in retirement after Coach K, as I predicted last two summers ago, whenever he announced his retirement tour. Um, he announced his retirement today, March the eighth, in the year of our Lord, twenty twenty-three. He lost by three to Wake Forest. Let's do some of his numbers, all right? Because Jim Jim Beheim has some crazy numbers. Forty-seven seasons. He's seventy-eight mm-hmm. years old. Five Ew. Final Fours, three okay. gold medals in two thousand eight, two thousand twelve, and two thousand assistant co- assistant coach. And one. <laughs> just, just let's just be clear. I think they hand them all the medals, though. They they still get a medal, right? Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's 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 strike that from the record. And he has one national championship with a a, a man named Carmelo Anthony. Ever heard of him? He is. So he's so he's one in forty six in the tournament. Just Sam, at least. Wow. Yeah. Not that good. Not that good. Not that good, Jim. Um. He has won one thousand and fifteen games and lost four hundred and forty four. Now here's the interesting number. He vacated 101 games, or the, excuse me, the NCAA vacated 101 wins because of the support staff, the academic support staff. And if you read between the lines there, they're probably giving their players, uh, writing their essays and giving them test answer questions, you know? Yeah. So uh, that is that. To win over 1,000 games after vacating 100 is quite, quite the feat, Jim. So we're doing glass half full on him now? Oh no, not at all. The guy's a murderer. The guy, the guy <laughs> hit a hit a yeah, man he, with a car. Did he vacate? Did he vacate any any wins for the for the killing a guy on a moped or uh, what was the whole like? There was some sort of weird scandal with like a you know some Sandusky stuff going on. I forgot. I can't remember. I don't. Exactly. Th- I don't remember anything about Sandusky. That seems you like a that? far darker chapter that I'm unaware of. But I know that he accidentally hit a man with his car when he was driving late at night. Yeah, but anyway, I I was gonna first thing I was gonna say. Pop pop, let me let me get on your knee. Tell me what's who's next. Is it is it Popovich? Is it Belichick? Is it Saban? 
who's gonna who's gonna retire next pop pop oh you know i can only give out one i can only call out one retirement at a time the week before um (laughs) i can't i can't if i had to look into my crystal ball Mm -hmm. um jay wright is gonna make his coaching reappearance in the nba jay what what did he just say pop pop told me tell me a history story where did jay wright coach in the nba before i forgot that jay wright did not coach in the nba excuse me oh. he's going to return to coaching by coaching an nba team how about that better oh, better like phrase it, like that it. way he spent 21 years at villanova and four final yeah. four teams and two national titles is that right that sounds right i thought you were just maybe thinking about dirty patino for a second because dirty patino could go back to the nba if he gets another uh, shot at that there are there's rumblings that patino is going to stop coaching he's, he's in his home I, i'm about to say hometown new york city but in more specifically He's at Iona, which is in the Bronx or in Manhattan. I, I don't know what, why New York divvies itself up in such a way. Um, Four bur- five boroughs? Five boroughs. He's a, from one of the boroughs, whatever Iona's <laughs> from. I think Louisville should just hire him back and just say, yeah, mm, why not? no harm, no foul. The FBI called us. We got scared. We fired you first. Turns out the FBI, when investigating the NCAA rules violations surrounding college basketball and all the bagman and money that was going around and the influence that Adidas and Nike had on controlling their players and shuffling them towards um, their sponsored schools, nothing came of it. Not a thing. We were on here blasting how college basketball was going to be crumbling within and not a damn thing happened besides Rick Pitino got fired and I think... uh, You bet um, Chief got ruined. I think Jay Jacobs, the Auburn athletic director might have gotten nixed during that thing too because i can't remember i just only remember like a handful of casualties during that during that whole scare during the fbi scare what have they ever done uh um, jager hoover hoover don't get me started on jager hoover that guy's <laughs> full of it full of power hungry lunatic is what that guy was um all right well now that we've done my critical number we've done your good news that i predicted last week my good news is Trainer was right, and oh. Derek Carr has signed with the New Orleans Saints on a four-year, $150 million contract. He got a $28.5 million signing bonus, $100 million guaranteed. That averages out to about $37.5 million a year. He's been in, with the Raiders since 2014 when he was drafted in the second round out of Fresno State. The Saints got their guy. They wanted Derek Carr. They told Derek Carr to his face, we want you, we'll sign you. The Jets flirted with Derek Carr. They they said, we have Mm -hmm. some other things going on. He also took an interview with the Panthers, and the Panthers are in play for, the. like you said, they have the ninth pick, so they could Mm -hmm. go up and get a quarterback. So there's plenty plenty of there to to unravel, but finally the Saints have their third washed-up quarterback in as many (laughs) years. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. We Ouch. got a 30-year-old, 31-year-old, 32-year-old, whatever he says, Derek Carr. You can play until you're under- 45. Brady's coming back out of retirement. Maybe. Who care? Yeah. Brady said something, not to change the subject, Brady said something was like, well, if you think I'm coming out of retirement, you've never given your daughter a two-month-year-old kitten. It's like, okay, if I read into that just a little bit, are you trying to win back your family with pets? Man, I wish I wish that would be my quote of the week. Yeah. I didn't hear that. Well, anyway, I'm 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 stoked about Derek Carr being New Orleans. A little stability at that position would go a like long it. way. No, I, I had to just make that joke. The fact that uh, mm-hmm. Jameis Winston, I really like Jameis Winston. I think he could have done well. I think the Saints really mishandled how his injury somehow. I don't think it'll ever ever that will never see the light of day because Andy Dalton is so bad. He's just so bad. I don't understand why they kept playing. It makes no sense. Hey, they're to restructuring me. Taysom. You know, they're get, at least they're you know they're being smart with the quarterback. And if you've seen the Alvin Kamara video, I don't know if he'll play in the NFL oh. as a Saint again. Someone will pick him up, but I think those franchises are like the Browns, or maybe the Bengals with how they're handling Joe Mixon and how many gunshots come from Joe Mixon's household on any given offseason. Yeah, plus uh, right hook shots in a diner once upon a time. Um, Kam- Kamara video has leaked. I'm, I missed that too. Yeah, he the, the video of him beating up that guy before he went and played the uh, Pro Bowl. Oh, it's a guy? Ow. <laughs> <laughs> Just man-on-man violence? Let the boys be yeah. boys. 
I don't know. He was with his entourage, and it looked like things got out of hand because they beat the snot out of that guy. Yeah, the entourage is involved. That's not good. But, yeah, um, is Mark Ingram still healthy? Uh, hopefully he's Reggie taking Bush? it upstairs. Reggie Bush? Reggie Bush could get out of the booth in the Big Ten. Mm. Wait, wait. Is Reggie Bush on the Big Ten or the Pac-12 desk? I think uh, he's with Pac-12 Urban. Desk. I thought he was with Urban Meyer. No, no, no. He's on uh, Fox College Football Get yeah. Up or whatever what it's called. It game Day? No, not Game Day. That's that's Lee Corso and Kirk Herbstreet. Yeah. Man. I don't know. Anyway, we'll go straight to my critical number. 1971. 1971. Um, no idea. The, the year you were – what were you talking about earlier? You living in a hostel, drinking out of the moose belly, telling all the kids Tell this weekend. Telling kids stories. Family ski weekend. Employee ski uh, day employee, for Teton Art <laughs> Services was a hit. We had a blast. Oh, things, nice plug for the some company. Things, some things happened, and then we got drunk. It's 1971. Actually, we skied was, that was awesome. We skied pow all weekend. What else do you do in Jackson And then I went days? to a yurt and skied more pow. It was awesome. All right, that's enough. You're hurting people's feelings. Taco Bell cooler, Taco Bell cooler guys are like, we can never go back to town. The yeah, TBC pow. boys, you're out. Sorry, the snow keeps falling. Another winter winter weather advisory in effect. 1971 was the last time the Saints, the New Orleans Saints, drafted a quarterback in the first round. Really? And mm-hmm. they, was that Archie Manning? You got it. You got it, sir. I was going through the Saints coaching, the, the worst Saints uh, coaches in history, and there was – from like 1999, when when the Mike Ditka ever heard of that guy, drafted Reggie Bush or give not Reggie Bush, Ricky Williams. There you go. That yeah. disrupted the franchise for the better part of my like youth. <laughs> when you're when you're preparing to pick your NFL team and mm-hmm. and be disappointed year after year. And you didn't have Alabama back then. I mean, you had them, but you they didn't were have they them. were they yeah. were barely around. Never heard of Mike Terrible. Price. He almost he almost. The we almost, Alabama was going to be a death penalty, so it was one of those yeah. things where I remember being like, "All right, I like my angle of now having the unpopular opinion of hating Mike Ditka because <laughs> he wrecked Mike Ditka wrecked the Saints great. from about two thousand one to about uh, two thousand, actually about nineteen ninety eight to about two thousand what five six. Yeah, anyway, all right. Anyway. I did. I did have this 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 quick little observation: Derek Carr going from the AFC West to the NFC South as a quarterback and like the talent rate talent pool of quarterbacks is like going from wall street to working as a dog walker. Is that fair? It's a little, a little more complicated than that. I think. <laughs> Was that mean to dog walkers or the rest of the <laughs> NFC South? Yeah. How dare, how dare you trample on dog walkers like that? You are mean. Um, wall street's just a You're right. Of- Russell Wilson sucks. Yeah. That was, I mean, harsh. Russell Wilson's terrible. Thank right. you. But well, wall street, they just, they just, Put numbers into an Excel spreadsheet, and the number gets bigger after their algorithm. They're like, "See, I'll take three percent of all that." Uh, so, so yeah, maybe, maybe it is, maybe it is going to an easier conference. But I mean, have you seen Sam Darnold, uh, Desmond mm. Desmond Ritter, Ooh. Kyle Trask, what Derek Carr, baby? The, the NFC South's wide open. All right. I don't like you being in your wide open. Team. Is this not the best NFC South team of all time? You, the New you, Orleans Saints. You are, in you are just rubbing it in because the NFC beast was down for about half a decade, and I gave you crap about it all the time. And now, now you're all high and mighty, but you still can't beat the Eagles. So whatever. I'm excited to see. Uh, no, we beat it with Minshew. I'm excited to see. Oh, um, that's right. So did the Saints. So whatever. Michael Evens. Thomas. Michael Thomas wants to play. Going to stop doing the fake injury stuff and. You know, want to actually play for the Saints because he's got somebody he trusts. At Maybe now. we've been paying him about yeah. nine million dollars a year for the last two years to sit out, and he like sorta is on the free agency market, like kind of sorta because his contract runs out in twenty twenty four. Maybe, maybe there's another option to pick him up in twenty twenty five. So Michael Thomas is the most baffling prima donna I'm, I know. Yeah, and who cares? Olave is there. He'll pick up the pieces. Olave, for the love of God, man, help a brother out. Camaro, don't go to jail. Don't go to jail. Please don't go to jail. <laughs> okay. All right. Where were we? So why why did you pick 1971 as a critical number? Just this just because you're in the draft mode? Yeah, draft mode, Saints. Yeah, just the Saints getting car. Just kind of like wanted to find something random. Um, you know, Arch Arch Manning will be Archie Manning was the last was the was picked in 1971 as a first round pick. 
yet his grandfather, sorry, grandfather, his grandson, Arch Manning is uh, currently on a scooter getting drunk right now, probably about a mile away from here. And he will be drafted in two years. So think about how long ago that was that grand grandson is around the UT campus, but that's the last time the saints does that put it in perspective. Yeah. That was, that was where I was going with that. Okay. Family, Arch Manning. Ro- Corona family, family, family. Well, mm-hmm. that's all I got is family. Um, I think Archie Manning is right now in a QB door with Quentin Ewers to see who gets the starting spot uh, during spring practice. Did you not go over there for Austin spring practice? They probably have his, what, what, is, what do you call the A day? We, Alabama calls it the A day game. What does Texas call it? UT, UT game, orange and white game. Probably, yeah, I bet it's called orange and white. I'll look it up. We'll figure it out next week. All right. Uh, give me your stuck on this week, trainer. Oh, mine was, uh, I wanted to bring this up. You leaked this information to me. I found out it happened in January, mm-hmm. but it was still something I had not paid attention to. That the live tour of Saudi Arabia is uh, debuted on the CW. Yeah. Yeah. The C. W. It's it's famous for uh doing Hey Arnold reruns after school, I thought. Mm-hmm. And formerly being the the WB with the show Tiny Tunes. Oh yeah, yeah. Well it's it's good that they they picked up a nice golf league to really polish polish off their <laughs> programming there. So, so I read yeah, I read so I read myself into circles and I was actually that's why I was a little late to the show. I apologize. Was it because of the live tour? Some are saying that was, <laughs> they, they debuted with three hundred thousand viewers. While well, I see others say 500,000 plus, um, I read the CW is actually the 25th most watched network. It's actually ahead of ESPN2 and Fox Sports 1, which, I mean, makes sense because of some of the teenage melodrama garbage on there, it's, but it's not a sports network. Right. So having said that, I really can't imagine a 17-year-old girl finish, finishing a binge watch of Gilmore Girls and then staying tuned to watch Bry- Bryson DeChambeau. Um, Patrick Reed. Yeah, run it, run into a that lost you. Run into a uh, golf rope. Yeah, um, it's also very <laughs> funny that the PGA came out and announced their new format for right. how they're going to do PGA Tour, and is and it, and it is the Live Tour. Yeah, like, it's we're going to give some bigger money purses away by yeah bigger purses, smaller pools. It's really best funny. players get to play in these smaller tournaments. Yeah, it's it's really funny. It's like well. Finally, golf has it's it's exact it's playing out exactly how we thought. They're going to get a rival in live golf. They're going to have to adjust because they they've had a complete monopoly over professional golf for oh um, however long professional plus golf years. yeah hundred plus years. Someone came in and shook up the format. They're following suit. It's kind of it does it's not it does not equate like the XFL, but the XFL had so many genius things that they did. And the NFL just copied them. The PGA is just ripping a page out of the Live Tour book, applying it to the PGA, and they'll probably continue to be the more successful golf brand. Yeah, of course. And I, I you know, I'm sure there'll be a lot less blood money. A lot less blood money. A lot less blood money. Yeah. I, I mean, um, I feel like in it, the thing is, I yeah, between this these these reports of 300k viewers versus 500k, like, I feel like, are you allowed to even report anything negative on the Live Tour? Won't you find your head? in a, the Persian Gulf, if you do so as yeah. a journalist. If, if you do so, <laughs> journalists are not welcome over there. No. And they won't find their head. They'll be missing their head. You know, they're like, ooh, I am headless now. Um, Anywho, the uh, TPC Sawgrass, the players, officially it's golf season in America this yeah. weekend. TPC Sawgrass, where is that? Uh, it's in Florida. I've heard of that. I've heard of it. Is that America still? <laughs> are we still considering Florida America? Hasn't floated away yet or sunk. Well, all right. Florida, you're still in. Um, it's worth mentioning that if you miss any of our show, we do have a podcast. Download us wherever podcasts are available. We are Teton Sports Talk. My stuck on this week, we mentioned him at the top of the show. Anthony Richardson was number mm-hmm. one in all measurables among quarterbacks. Had a 40-and-a-half-inch vertical jump, a 10-foot-9-inch broad jump, which I don't even know what that is, a 40 speed of 4.43. His hands are 10-and-a-half inches large and he's 6'4 245 pounds that is a large man he's got a cannon and he's got and and he can run which i'm starting to think this is starting the tides of me chipping away at me i think it might be worth it i think they're following a different model the traditional 
pocket passer has been challenged over the course of many, many years now, but you're looking at success with Lamar Jackson, uh, Josh Allen. Josh Allen will scramble and spin, jump, and backflip all at once to try to get a first down, and he's massive. Lamar Jackson, not as massive as as, as Josh Allen. Um, we've seen a little bit out of Patrick Mahomes. He does scramble quite well for a quarterback. He's got a rocket arm and a little bit of Kyler Moore, Murray. He's now in the smaller category, but again, large arm, can scramble well. I'm stuck on the fact that I might be leaning towards Anthony Richardson, trainer. I need you to talk me either out of this or agree mm. with me and and come into the Anthony Richardson bandwagon. I talked you well, I talked you into the Bears possibly I like Justin Fields, but I talked to you. I talked. Oh, Justin Fields, another one with a cannon arm that can run. Yeah, but I talked at you. I talked at you last week and at the listeners and said, I could see the Bears shooting for the moon, trading Justin Fields away at this point if Anthony Richardson has some silly combine, which he did. And obviously, what is is the broad jump? Is Is that the vertical jump? Is that the same thing? I think sorry, broad jump. I think the broad jump is where you just <laughs> jump as far as you can. Oh, so like the in the sand, like as a that's that's track and field long jump. That's long. <laughs> that's what I'm thinking of. Long anyway. and broad. Anyway, Bryce Young. Hell, I don't know. Bryce Young is he's under 200 pounds naturally. He's under how much five, water do you think he drank before weighing? Eleven naturally. How much water? What did he eat every morning? Did he hold his, you know, BMs in just to go just to weigh more by the afternoon weigh-ins for his uh anyway? <sighs> Bryce Young is I feel like the most He's a better quarterback than Anthony Richardson. Yeah, he's, he's better at playing quarterback than Anthony yes, Richardson yes, does. Yes, is. yes. It's all size on there. CJ Stroud, probably the best arm, pure pocket passer, like when it, but it also like are we so, are we wanting to get away from it? I mean, Jalen Hurts obviously is a man amongst boys when it comes to like maturity and the way he handles himself. Mm-hmm. But like Patrick Mahomes won a Super Bowl um, the year before Matt Stafford, the year before that Brady, the year before that Mahomes, the year before that uh, Brady Nick Foles. I, <laughs> I mean, there's just there's not been a guy. The closest things that have come to a rushing quarterback had been Russell Wilson back in 2013 and yeah. maybe like Cam Newton losing to the Broncos in 2015 or 16. Like you're right. Yeah. That's a good point. I know they, they get to, they get to the, they get to the finish line, but the CJ Strouds are the ones who the Bryce Young's, he's just a, he's just a little guy, but you know, those are the guys that get over the hump. Okay. All know. right, all right. I'm talking you out of Anthony Richardson now. That's the best I got. All right, all right. Well, let's let's move on. Give me your quote slash question of the week, trainer. I effed up in 2021. I made the worst decision of, of my life gambling on football. Calvin Ridley just got reinstated with the Jacksonville Jags. He was in a bad, dark place. He was saying battling uh, depression. Um, mm-hmm. Anxiety. He had a break in at his house when he was playing football. Did you see this? Mm-hmm. Uh, where where armed people came into his house, f- firearms in hand, and robbed him while he was playing football. Um, John Morant might have been John Morant. God, we'll get we'll get to him. <laughs> we'll get soon. to him too soon. Too soon. Uh, no, 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 no. And uh, he and Calvin Ridley got reinstated by the Jags. I am excited to see what Calvin Ridley can mm-hmm. do with Trevor Lawrence. I, I feel for him. I would. The only thing I would say is I effed up in 2022, and I made the worst decision of my life. Graham gambling on football. I, I had a bad year, Massey. It happens. Bad year. It's like every football season. You're like, this is gonna be it. This is not it. This is not my yeah. year. Uh, Calvin really. He, he what's very funny is that he downloaded a, a gambling app. Put fifteen hundred dollars in, was in the fa- machine. Sorry, Vandals or DraftKings? I forgot who. His he wasn't trying to like be. He was. He didn't have like a burner phone. He was signed up as Calvin oh. Ridley and placed some Kevin bets. Durant. And when yeah. he was, when he was injured, he he hadn't been the, with the team in one month, and he was like, "All right, I'll play some bets on the boys. Let's see what we got here." It just seemed so obvious not to do, but it also seemed so human to do. It was like one of those human mistakes that's like. Yeah, all right. That seems fine. Does not seem malicious. Doesn't seem like insider trading. Like it seems fine to me. But Goodell, 
it's got you, you gotta you gotta keep the athletes from gambling on the sports they play. I it yeah. it's black and white. There's no gray area there. But I'm glad to see that Calvin Ridley back back in football. Yeah, I was gonna say before I say before I talk about what I was gonna what I just came to mind. Calvin is promising 1.4 thousand yards a year for the Jags. So 1.4 thousand? You mean 1400? Yeah. 1,400. Don't you like 1,400? 1.4,000 <laughs> sounds awesome. Well, last year, uh, catching balls, not last year, two years ago, catching balls from Matt Ryan, he had 1,300 yards and like eight yeah. touchdowns. So I don't think he's that far off. I, th- I think he's skilled enough to do it. Can Trevor Lawrence get him the ball? I have no idea. I think he can. Um, and he's got Christian Kirk. He's got, they're keeping, um, what's his name? The, the, uh, what's the Ole Miss tight end who didn't? Evan Ingram. Ingram. They yeah, franchise Ingram. tagged um, him. So this reminds me, you actually brought you brought this up. You said he deserved a second chance. You talked about um, the awful Roger Goodell. And this is a better version of the Josh Gordon story, maybe. You know, like Hopefully. Josh Gordon got screwed over because he was just smoking a little pot. And then he never got himself back together. Maybe there was parts of his himself that there was, he couldn't like operate the way he thought he could smoking and also playing but yeah. he was also not doing something so awful just like this was getting on FanDuel was not that awful it's not I mean it's not great but it's not murder I mean, it's not beating somebody <laughs> up in an elevator not Jim Beheim in a car yeah it's 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 none of those it's a victimless <laughs> yeah. crime it's not even a crime in most states no. it's it's a yeah it's I'm I'm happy that it seemed like the crime fit the punishment in this in this case you got to yeah. Lay the line pretty hard on gambling on your own sport, but hell, Calvin Ridley puts butts in the seats, get him back in there. And he gets to go to a better team with a better quarterback in a better South division of the NFL. Oops. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The Titans, the Colts, the Texans, and the Jags. If the Titans trade Derrick Henry, how many combined, are the Titans how many the combined worst? Super Bowls do the Titans, Colts, Texans, and Jags have? Oh, that's a, that's a, uh, Titans, Colts, Texans want to. One. No, John Unitas. Did John Unitas win a Super Bowl or did he win those old like AFL things? Um two. I know that Joe Namath <laughs> beat him in the Super Bowl. It's a, it's a good question. That was Super, but Bowl, if Derek, that was Super Bowl three. Two max. Over under one point five is the is the I'm taking what, the under. If Calvin Ridley was online betting right now, it would be over under one point five. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> I can all right. My quote of the week is the NBA drama, which is great this time of year. Oh God! Have you do you know Dylan Brooks of the Memphis Grizzlies? I do. He went to Oregon. He is a how? What is it? What is it with Oregon people and punching people in the head? But Dylan Brooks <laughs> is a pretty well. Oh, who? LeGarrette. What was that guy's name? Legarrette Blunt. He, yeah. Legarrette Blunt. The last news I saw of Legarrette Blunt, he was coaching. He was an assistant coach at a high school football, and he punched another coach in the freaking head at, <laughs> at, at midfield after the game. It's like Legarrette Blunt, stop punching people in the head. Wait, Blunt hit a hit a coach after hitting the Boise State guy. Oh, he hit a, he hit a Boise State guy. He hits he hit somebody that. in the head in the NFL. Uh, and then he's mm. an assistant high school coach, and he punched that another trick. high school coach in the head. All th- all hat three trick. levels. Boys, college in hockey. That's called a hat trick. Yeah, talking hockey, college football, NFL, <laughs> and high school football. He's punched people in the head. All right, so Dylan Brooks versus Draymond Green. Now Dylan Brooks was running his mouth to Shannon Sharp on the sideline. He got a flagrant two against uh, the Warriors last year when he took out Gary Pay- Gary Payton Deuce on a uh, like two minutes into the game. I think the score was eight nothing or something like that. Um, there's been some great back and forth. So I'll, I'll read the back and forth here. Brooks was featured in an ESPN article, and he was talking about Green. He said his game is cool with Golden State, but if you put him somewhere else, you're not going to know who Draymond is. Ooh. Draymond declined to comment on that on that article instead draymond has a podcast so what do the podcasters yeah. usually do they take it to the pod the mean streets of the podcast world and draymond said if you're wondering if you're wondering the reason the grizzlies aren't ready to win a championship then look no further than this idiot right here the dynasty the <laughs> dynasty starts without you not with you so draymond green goes on about draymond green's accolades and how he's a four-time nba championship and how he is a linchpin in Golden State Warriors defense. Dylan Brooks, candidate for the Defensive Player of the Year, but has some questionable fouls, gets under people's skin, plays the hill. Dylan the Villain is his nickname. 
I didn't realize that people hated D- Dylan Brooks until I Draymond started squawking about him. And you know who plays on Friday night after this show airs? Pelicans, what, Memphis. Memphis. Oh, 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 Warriors. Warriors. Warriors Memphis, they, yeah. That was called a teaser, Graham. You you blew it. Well, I, you know, I just I look at you. I look at the pass in your eyes about you know the Pelicans. Don't talk to me about the Pelicans. Zion's out for two more weeks. You guys just won. You're one and zero tonight. That's right. <laughs> your Mavericks stink, dude. They stink out loud. Um, so up, the, the back and Harry? forth, the back and forth between Dylan Brooks and Draymond Green. Draymond has has a has a nose for flair and a nose for drama. So Draymond, good job. Uh, really, really kind of hyping up a regular season NBA matchup. I'm pretty pretty excited about it now. Yeah, yeah. we got that. Um, this was your this is your quote, right? We we're just coming off of. Yeah. Yeah, because I go straight into GOAT. Obviously, John Morant, Plaxico Burris speaking up to tell him to cool it with the waving a gun around at a at an outside of a nightclub. To, that's that's something you did. Like, so so, so your your goat of the week is John Morant, because that, that's my goat of the week as as well. Yeah, it's it's a combination. It's it's a bit of it's the drama. I think I would I saw the the Draymond Green, Dylan Brooks stuff a little too late. It's kind of a mixture of all John Morant that drama drama there that's very like 15 years ago that was cool you know like flash when it was guns. cool like yeah like do what pac-man did or what alvin kamara did um you know that's alvin cool kamara just used his like, fist he didn't use a gun <laughs> that was his fist and then we got kendrick kendrick perkins saying the mvp race is racist so we just i got saw a lot that of stuff too. going on there's here. a lot of a NBA. lot of a lot of blood boiling yeah jj reddick <laughs> who i don't even like spoke up against uh perkins who i like even less and Stephen A. Smith was sitting there like, yeah, J.J.'s got a point. Uh, Perkins, you're an idiot. Charles Barkley even chimed in and was like, yeah, these guys get the ESPN disease, and they just say takes so people will click on it. And he, he went on to say that he's never said anything on TV just to get the clicks. Charles Barkley, you're, you're an icon. <laughs> you say the most <laughs> ridiculous things all the time, and people love you because of the ridiculous things, and then you get pissed when someone else says something ridiculous. It's really, it's really stinking funny. There is a, uh, my, I kind of, my, to finish this, I hope this can be just as good as they're making a, the, the actor, Jonathan Majors, I think he plays the opponent in Creed three. Um, I haven't seen it yet. I don't know if it's out, but he's going to star as Dennis Rodman in a movie called 48 hours in Vegas. And I really hope this thing is hell, NC 17. Hell yeah. Yeah. Cause Carmen Electra is heavily involved in that 48 hours. Oh yeah, yeah she is. Just who, could, uh, who, who should play her, Massey? Just putting. Who's just, your favorite actress? Just planting that seed. Carmen Carmen Electra in the in the nineties. What was that dating game they had? Singled uh, out. Singled out. Singled out. Yeah, she's starting yeah. that. Damn! What a what a great <clears throat> walk down memory lane that was. All right, my go to the if week. She were president. She'd be Abraham Lincoln. Nice. Uh, John Morant, he has missed two games, and he is set to miss four more. He posted a video of himself on Instagram Live with a gun in a Colorado strip club. And if y'all were lucky enough to see the screen grab that people got of John Morant brandishing this gun, this looked like the PP7 in in James Bond. It is the tiniest-looking gun. I'm like, yo, what are you doing with that gun? Also, that gun is so small. Why Why are you showing that off? Yeah, have you seen Anthony Richardson's gun? Huge. Huge. Thirty. He measured at thirty-two and a half inches on his gun. You know, so AR-15. No, no. Formally, formally, formally. He he, he distanced himself from that nickname. Mm-hmm. All right, but this is not John Morant's first first incident this year, and not over the last couple of years. So there is another incident that's uh, been investigated where a mall security guard stated he was threatened by Morant and nine of his associates after. Morant's mother got into an altercation at Finish Line Sports. She called Ja. He showed Been up there. with not, he showed up with uh, nine of his buddies to to confront the security guard. There was a bunch of sho- shoving and pushing and shouting. Nothing came of of it. In February, the NBA investigated a situation that took place after a Pacers game where a red laser was shined into the team's bus from an SUV that was carrying Ja Morant. People claimed that it was a laser that you attached to a gun. And was in a threatening way. So, this all leads up to allegedly, in quotations, punching a 17 year old teenager 12 or 13 times at a pickup game at John Moran's house. 
He then stated the the teenager then accused John Morant of having a gun in his waistband, coming out of his house with a gun in his waistband after he beat up the teenager. A couple of his friends added added to that punch count with four or five punches. I'm not sure how they get those numbers. Ja stated that he threw the first punch, but it was in self defense because they were <laughs> when they were checking the ball in the kid threw a couple of hard passes. They went back and forth. You know, when the competitors compete and they say check, and the guy throws it hard and the guy throws it hard back. One ball went off to, went out, went off of John Morant's head, so he beat the hell out of a 17-year-old kid. John Morant needs new friends. Yeah, he does. His, his friends helped to... beat up a teenager. His friends threatened a small security guard, and his friends flashed a gun at the Indiana Pacers bus. He, if he doesn't do anything— what was, what, was John Morant at the—was he on the monkey bars first? Yeah, that- <laughs> I don't know. On the playground, he was. Yeah, he was. He was up there on the jungle gym. He played four square first. Yeah, he 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 misserved. He served out of bounds with an illegal serve in four square. Big deal. He did typewriter. You're not supposed to, no typewriters. Yeah, come on now. That's 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 low end. That's low end stuff, Ja. No, I'm. I guess what I'm saying is, John Morant is set to make two hundred million dollars when his rookie contract expires at the end of the year. Oh yeah. A, a, a boatload of money and his friends that he's surrounding himself with are threatening that cash. He needs to protect himself and his grandchildren's wealth by not hanging out with the friends that like to have guns around in public places. Now on one side of it, uh, express your second amendment rights, but don't flash guns at people in threatening ways. You know, like don't, especially if he's going to risk, so much money. It's just one of those things that there's there's a lot of athletes out there that get caught up with their old friends that drag them down. It's a tale as old as time. Ja, get new friends. And that's from an outsider's perspective, right? If someone came up to me and said, You need new friends, I would be I would be like, What are you talking about? My friends are awesome. But Ja Morant, your friends are not awesome. They're not cool. This is not this is not a thing that's worth risking the the wealth that you are set to make at the end of this year. Just don't, just don't do anything. Just, just go home and play video games like all the other NBA players. Go be, you know what Kevin Durant does in his off time? All he does is watch basketball. Just go watch more basketball, John. Just don't, just don't shoot anybody or threaten to shoot anybody. Yeah, make burner accounts on Twitter. It's much more uh, uh, physically less harming, harmful. Yeah, I mean, it's just like. I kind of thought John. I just, I guess, John Morant always came off as like kind of a, a little sweetheart, like uh, like Damian Lillard. Like I just thought he was kind of like this this point guard who had like kind of like a cool edge to him, but he was he didn't have all these dumbass friends that he's kind of like surrounding himself with. It's like there's been plenty of like athletes over the course of time that have done this and they and they dragged them down. So hopefully he kicks this habit because that's terrible. He's addicted to guns. Is that what you're saying? Addicted to his friends, his bad friends. <laughs> addicted to his bad. The man is. He needs to go. I to hope he's addicted to guns. Gun. He needs to go to gun therapy. Um. All right. Yeah. A lot of people do. <laughs> yeah. This this country might need some gun therapy. You know. Just next up on democracy now. Yeah. We're gonna talk about no. All right. Clairvoyance. Uh, last week in clairvoyance, trainer predicted that Derek Carr was going to go to the Saints, and I predicted that J- Jim Beheim would retire. So now, clairvoyance, look into your crystal ball, trainer, and tell me what's going to happen next week. All right, so I accidentally, I think I was just so on my high horse, and I got complacent, and I forgot to do, I put clairvoyance as my hindsight. So my clairvoyance, who's win the ACC tournament? You like that. Okay. Who's will win it, uh, play the winner of UNC Boston College. Here's my clear voice. UNC. Wait, who are those teams? Yeah, never heard of them. Way low seeds. We we don't play the second round. We don't play the first <laughs> or second round these days. Virginia. Sorry, guys. We're we're here to stay for as long as Tony Bennett's around. Um, to dovetail with that, UNC sure. will not have a meaningful win in the ACC tournament, and they will be a preseason number one that does not make the NCAA tournament based on their performance that I'm predicting this week. We are recording on Wednesday. The game does come out on Thursday. So this is a prediction on like Wednesday it. that uh, hopefully if you listen to our podcast, download wherever podcasts are available, you'll be able to hear it before the ACC uh, second round tips off tomorrow. Will they get a first seed in the NIT? Because that'd be sweet. 
They will de- they will deny an NIT bid because their pride is too big. Uh, you're you're talking oh, to two that? guys like Jim Beheim. Jim Beheim is not even going to check to see if Syracuse even makes the NIT. He's such a bad coach. Yeah, uh, you're you're lo- listeners. You're listening to two guys who have sweated out CBI tournament wins. Okay, thank you. So CBI. we have been there. Ask your grandparents. Yeah, th- it still exists somewhere. I have no idea where it exists. Ah, but. <laughs> Troy, my brother, Troy's told me that the NIT slash CBI is not bad because you can get sit courtside for like 10 bucks. So enjoy. Oh, yeah. That, yeah. Enjoy yeah. the enjoy the moment. You know, CBI is a great team building exercise. UNC, you bunch of losers. Out your roof. Uh, All right. So go ahead. Pro, we're pro UVA, anti UNC for the record. Always. Always. And if someone, <laughs> said, if someone mentions Duke, I'm going to throw up in my mouth. Um, hindsight is twenty twenty. All I had, we've been on a streak recently. Derek Carr to the Saints. I was wrong. I thought the Saints were going to test their draft skills and try to pick up a quarter, quarterback late in the first round or even trade up. But they don't do I was that. Wrong. They don't draft the first. They don't draft first round quarterbacks. That's what they don't you. do. Um. Oh, who Ian Book out of Notre Dame? They drafted, and he had to play that one game during COVID on their on their four string, and he looked like he was Johnny Manziel just running for his life. It was that was bad. That was really bad. Do you have another uh, bad go ahead? That was a pretty bad book. What book? Oh. Oh God. That bad, hurts. Bad joke. Bad joke. It was good. Um, I, I liked it. Speaking of okay, this of. one's a clip. This one's a clear or sorry, this is a hindsight is 2020. 420. Hindsight is 420. I'm bro. so bro, bro. I've had so much. I don't even know where I am, bro. Not this isn't about ayahuasca Aaron. It's about his buddy. I went off all about how I was asking about which Hall of Fame bus, which team will Tom Brady be associated with last week. And then I hear the Dolphins are still a possibility. And then I start to think to myself, doesn't Tom a- Tom Brady owe the Dolphins like to play for them because he's yeah. there was tampering and they lost their first round pick because of him and he can't he's going to want to unretire from retirement anyway. So I'm, I feel like I kind of, I kind of jumped the gun in late February. Was that late February back then? It was. Yeah. I'm feeling a little bit like I needed to slow my roll. Or uh, yeah. Tom, Tom Brady is probably a man that doesn't like to have debts and he owes, he owes Miami something. Sean mm-hmm. Payton and Tom Brady were set to go to Miami and share some ownership roles as well. He, instead it cost him a first round pick. Tom, you might have to go to Miami. And play your old team twice a year. Yeah, play play against you know go there and officially stamp that he would not be. Can he can he go to the AFC an AFC East team? I see that Tom rival. Brady. Can I, I see that Tom Brady? This is, that's the Brett Favre storyline, by the way. That's right. It is. You're actually right. Maybe he does it instead of Aaron Rodgers. Although Aaron Rodgers is still going to the Jets, we know that for sure. Going to go to the Jets and then become a Bear. I like that. Or or a Lion. Either one. Yeah, Tom Brady went to the Bucks or and now he's gonna be a dolphin. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Lions or Vikings, it doesn't matter. I think oh, I saw that Tom Brady's trying his hand at stand-up comedy. Can you just pick a lane? Whoa. Can you just pick a lane and and stay in it? Football is kind of your thing. Can you leave the comics to he does that- work his way up? I mean, Tom Brady would probably sell out an auditorium immediately if he said I'm gonna do stand-up comedy. Let the comics that are not NFL Hall of Fame seven-time Super Bowl champs to be comics. Don't 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 trample on them. Next thing we're going to see is Tom Brady on the Joe Rogan show. It's going to be all over. Oh God! Wait, you said Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers wants to do stand-up comedy? Tom Brady. Could you imagine Aaron oh, Rodgers okay. doing stand-up comedy? He just try to make people to feel uncomfortable in a room and just have chuckles to himself. Audience of one. Was going to say I laugh at a lot of his State Farm commercials. No, I don't. Um, Tom Brady as stand-up comedy, 80 for Brady. Is he, is he an 80 for Brady? Maybe he's got some comic chops in that. Still haven't seen it. Not that one I'll, I'll miss. Sports fans, <laughs> that's all the time we have for you this week. If you missed any of this uh, show, please download our podcast wherever podcasts are available. We air on KHOL 2 to 3 Mountain Time. Um, all right. That's it. And that's all. <laughs>